0: From Sandwich Community TV, I'm Manx Taiki Magyar, and this is Blindside, the entire audio interviews that I've cut to make my short-form video documentaries. In the summer of 2017, I spoke with nature writer David Gessner, but on this specific occasion, I wasn't talking about one of his nature books, but instead on his recently released book that year about Ultimate Frisbee, called Ultimate Glory. David recounts his previous life playing the upper echelon Ultimate Frisbee in the 1970s.
1: I'm David Gessner, and mostly I write about the environment and the natural world mixed with memoir, and I've done nine books that way, but the tenth book is a little different. It's a a story of my years, 20 years or so, uh, devoted to the game of Ultimate Frisbee, and what it meant to kind of throw myself with passion and energy into something that, a lot of people don't take very seriously or the outsiders don't take it very seriously within the tribe itself within ultimate itself people take it very seriously and as i just said at my talk here uh, sometimes it felt like it was telling people i played professional tiddlywinks it, um, it was a uh, it's a game with somewhat of an inferiority complex a little Roddy dangerfield thing where Not only do others sometimes laugh when you tell them what you do, but players themselves are a little defensive. But once you've played it, once you've actually seen the hovering disc, and you dive for the disc, and you sky for the disc, you start to, if you're like a lot of people, get addicted, and start to understand what the appeal of this game is. And one of the appeals is the constant movement, the flow of it, the ability to throw something that's not like a ball that can go 20 yards out of bounds and come hooking back in, the ability to dive for something that it seems sometimes like it's waiting for you, and the whole uh, excitement of playing the sport that, uh, that is, to my eye at least, beautiful and, and, and fun.
0: Um, so one of the things I want to make for the ultimate frisbee kind of doc that I want to do is very much the pickup culture, yeah, and the community. So I don't know if you want to just dive into that. And I would be, love be on to, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, for me, uh, pickup is something that's gotten in my blood later on. Um, I played some when I was younger, but since I was playing quote unquote serious ultimate, um, it always seemed like it was an opportunity to be really goofy and throw the most. Insane overheads and blades and anything you could and so because on the one hand I was training to you know play in these big tournaments when I when I did the pickup I it was just like All seriousness was out the window and I you know, and I was lazy on defense and hucking on oh but Recently having come back to play I play with a pickup community in Wilmington that's made up of all skill levels uh, young kids high school kids, uh, older players. I'm probably the oldest, I'm 56, but it's really been a a deep pleasure for me to be part of this community. Um, I barely, I probably know about four of the names of the people, but I feel like I know them a little bit as ultimate players. And to go out there, whereas it used to be, you know, the stakes were really high, um, to go out there in a kind of loose and fun situation. And I played, at Old Silver Beach last night and it was very much the same sort of feel where we had one kid who I was talking to and I asked him how old he was and he said 10 and I said, well, I'm 46 years older than you. And, and he was pretty good and it was his first time playing and other, you know, just all different skill levels and it's, it's somehow the, the cement of the community and the fact that you're there for fun and not for, you know, necessarily winning a trophy is something that really delights me um, also I like beer and there tends to be a lot of beer at um, at pickup games on the sideline and and um, I think that's an underrated aspect of of ultimate like a lot of sports they don't really get that um, beer is a loosening agent and and it can be really fun to to play and drink not too much but a little bit so
0: um yeah, that was awesome to hear. Um, I know you kind of touched upon it, but maybe just another kind of pass-through, but just about the passion of yeah. Ultimate and just what, like when you play back then, when you play now, just the feeling.
1: Yeah, yeah, let me think about it for yeah. a sec. Um, you know, uh, when I was younger, sometimes I griped about the fact that Ultimate players weren't rewarded the way other athletes were, um, but as I think back on it now, I think that the, the pouring of the passion in, in itself was a, uh, was a reward in a way. It was the, 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 you know, the, I talk in the book about developing the muscles of nonconformity, of kind of building up this, this um, love for something that wasn't ex- necessarily going to get you external rewards, but getting you surprising rewards. And one of the rewards was the sheer pleasure of moments of great moments, not necessarily, you know, winning a game or anything, but that moment where the disc floated in perfectly or when you laid out and flew through the air and caught it. And these are, you know, I call the book ultimate glory. And glory means, you know, being carried on the shoulders of other and, uh, you know, carrying the trophy and drinking the beer from the trophy. But there's another kind of more ineffable moment, which is just the pleasure in the moment of the great throw and the great catch. That for me has really been uh, the essence of of ultimate, and of my years playing it.
0: It's perfect. Um, yeah, this is gonna this is gonna be great because getting footage and collecting it, yeah, it's, yeah. Nice. it's very much about yeah. just the passion of it and catching yeah. it and grabbing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I guess going in a completely different direction and probably wrapping this up a little bit, but just talking about yourself as a as a writer and that, okay. that that kind of life and yeah you know if you want to even like just throw it, it might be kind of cool just to list out every book you've written
1: yeah if I can remember them <laughs> <laughs> well, if you list out a bunch it's cool because then yeah. I can get shots of the books
0: okay and so yeah yeah
1: um I might need to read it from the from the book, oh yeah that's um If you actually want
0: to do that, too, because we'll probably just lay it over with people. Okay. Yeah, why don't I do
1: that? If you want to just kind of read it. it. But I'll also talk a little bit about being a writer. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. um, And
0: it'd be kind of a little bit for for you. First,
1: I'll do the... the, This will be kind of fun. I've never done this before. Are you, you ready? A wild rank place under the devil's thumb... Return of the Osprey, Sick of Nature, The Prophet of Dry Hill, Soaring with Fidel, My Green Manifesto, The Tarball Chronicles, All the Wild That Remains, and Ultimate Glory. Um, And one fun thing is kind of uh, the my dedication. Usually, it's to like my daughter Hadley or my wife Nina. Here it's to my team, the hostages, and I, I use all their names and you know, all 17 of them. And then at the end I say, in other words, to the hostages. So it's fun to have, like, I'm still connected to those teammates that I first met, boy, 35 years ago. Um, so that's kind of crazy. Um, the other thing is, for me, after graduation, ultimate in writing were kind of parallel careers. Um, I was trying to, you know, trying to be great at both things and I found that for for me sports allowed a way to think about writing that w- really helped me produce books and it was the dailiness of it, the effort, the, the kind of momentum you got from from doing something again and again and practicing and uh, I don't know that I could be a writer, or at least the writer I am, having not had that background in Ultimate. And it was really nice the way it worked out in that I used to think Ultimate was something, I used to think writing was something, let me start that again, I used to think that Ultimate was something that got in the way of writing. But now when I look back I think, well, from when I was 23 to 35 I had Ultimate before I published a book. And it gave me something where I had an audience and I had a community and then I stopped playing and that fall I played at Nationals and the next spring my first book came out. So it was like a handing off from one part of my life to the next. So they were both at the same time but they also both had their times. And uh, Ultimate I thought was over until last week when I played in the great grandmasters in Denver. which. I think might be my last tournament ever i think pickup is the way to go from now it's more it's more relaxed more pure more fun so that's what i'm that's the plan for going forward for sure um let's see what else do we got
0: yeah if you wanted to i mean again i don't i like i like to try to keep it more about like the the passion of it versus just like your factual history yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um maybe just talking a little bit about what writing, like the aspects of writing, what it is yeah. for you, and how, yeah. you know, kind of like, are you talking about the passion of playing ultimate, but as far yeah. as just about yeah. writing?
1: Well, it's funny, that um, the period when I wrote about a third of this book, which was over the course of one blazing week, where I didn't sleep a whole lot, was a lot like the way you feel when ultimate is going really well. I was completely absorbed in the thing itself, I was, um, I was typing away at my computer. I was only sleeping about four hours a night, and I was laughing out loud at some of the crazy things that uh, friends of mine had done back in our days playing. And so, in a weird way, the process of of playing of writing was a lot like the process of playing. It was like I was in the flow of it, and I was really going with it. and it was. I was surprised when the week ended and I had 150 pages that I hadn't really expected to come. So that passion of, of writing was a lot like the passion of playing.
0: Cool. Um, I, I, I sometimes finish off with, like, I had a lot of local businesses say, like, we are, you know, for instance, we are Tickman's Books, and mm-hmm. we're sandwich local, but for, mm-hmm. I like to have a kind of a close, I like to do introductions basically at the end. Okay. So I don't know if you had a kind of a thing you could do, I'm David Gessner, and I'm a yeah. writer, or yeah. if you had a little kind of a closing spiel.
1: Sure. Um, I'm David Gessner, and I'm sometimes falsely called a nature writer. I do like to write about the natural world, but I also like to write about the human world and, and my memories and, and memoir. Um, I also, as it turns out, like to write about ultimate, (laughs) and my latest book, um, while not about squirrels or trees or leaves, still has a lot of wildness in it.
0: David Gessner continues to write and teach in multiple areas, and on the off chance, he's always down to throw around a frisbee. Blindside is a sandwich community TV podcast. Subscribe to us on your favorite platform or visit us directly at www.sandwichcommunitytv.org so you can stay up to date with all the newest content. Thanks for listening.